Hello, I'm Pastor Rob Spencer of Church United. We are excited because God is at work in our community of Christ followers. And it is my hope that God works in your life as you listen to this message today. If you'd like more information about Church United, please visit us at churchunited.family. Hey, I want to uh, share with you just a few minutes, and we're going to be spending some time doing communion this morning, um, doing or participating in might be a better way to say this, this idea of remembrance. Some of the things that are going on, though, around us, I think we get caught up in the news, we get caught up in all the things happening in the world around us, and we sometimes forget what is important. How many would agree with that? It's easy to read the news, look at your Facebook feed, or read Twitter, whatever they are, tweets, and, uh, and, and you know, whatever else is out there. And uh, we read these things, and we look at this stuff, and we're just inundated, and sometimes it's easy to get overwhelmed with negativity, because it doesn't seem like there's a lot of positive things happening on there. So much so that, um, I don't know if you saw this, uh, John Krasinski, uh, uh, this actor, put out this uh, YouTube channel or something, and I, I hear he sold it or something, but that doesn't really matter. The point is, he had this thing called Some Good News, uh, and, and he called it SGN, and he just de- devoted and dedicated the whole thing to just saying, hey, here's some good things happening around us. We need to remind ourselves. So when someone even not in the church is willing to look with that perspective and say, everything is negative, we need to bring some positivity in here. We as the church need to, we have something to be positive about. We don't need to be doom and gloom. When there's a relationship with Jesus Christ, when we have hope in Christ, we shouldn't look at all the things in the world going on around us. Yes, with concern, we look at those things, but we also don't look at them as though our hope has been taken from us, that our hope is defeated or we're depleted. Yet we should be, as the church of Jesus Christ, a church united in truth, a church coming together with people that realize God has called us to live differently, to walk differently, to be different, to be light in the midst of darkness. Do you believe that? Yeah, that we're called to be light. Light is is something that pierces through darkness and pierces through the grimness of the world and the society around us. And we can say, even in the midst of all of this, I'm called to something greater. I'm called to something better. I'm called to bring hope to those who are hopeless. I'm called to bring life to the dead because that's what Christ has done for us. So we have to be ready to do that. We have to be thinking in our own hearts and our own minds. What does that mean? How do I look different? How do I live different? How do I act different? How do I breathe different? And we're all breathing different with masks on our faces. But maybe this mask can be a reminder to us that we are called to live different. And when we feel different, when everything looks different around us, it's okay because we're actually not called to live the normal life. We're just sojourners passing through. This world is not our home. We're actually not even citizens here. We are citizens of heaven. We are actually ambassadors here. That God hasn't called us to be here in this permanent place, but we're like we're supposed to be living in a foreign country. And some of you are like, man, this country feels foreign right now. Well, good. And if this is what came out of all of this, is that we feel like we're not comfortable anymore, maybe that's a wake-up call for the church to say, we're never supposed to be comfortable. This is never supposed to feel like home. 
You're supposed to feel different. You're supposed to feel as though you are living in a place that's not your home. You're just here to send and share a message of hope to a lost world that Jesus Christ is the true president. He is the king. He is supreme above all. And I love the reminder this morning, and that's all I want to do before we go into a time of communion, is I just want our minds to be fixed on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, the perfecter of our faith, that we just think about all these other things. We focus on so many other things. Let's focus on Jesus for a moment and just remember what Jesus has done for us. So if you have a Bible or you have a, uh, a phone or a, an iPad or whatever you got, um, you can pull that out, Colossians. And if you don't have any of those things, the verses will most likely be on the screen behind me. And I just want to walk through a little passage in Colossians, a great reminder to us this morning of who Christ is. It says in Colossians chapter 1, verse 15, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. We can't see God, but God, in order to reveal himself to us, did so through his son, Jesus Christ. And he sent Christ from heaven to earth so that we could see that God was real. This is God. That Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. So we can see him. We know he was real. And you can look through the footprints of history and recognize that Christ was alive, that he did walk this earth, that his footprints really were in the Palestinian soil, that he was real. So Christ was among us, and listen to this, he existed, so he wasn't just born of the Virgin Mary and just didn't come into this world and now he's alive, but he existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything. Through Christ Jesus, God created, what did God create? Everything. Right? Get that. God created everything. Who did he create it through? Jesus. Everything was created through Jesus. In the heavenly realms and on earth, he made the things we can see and the things we can't see. How many realize there's a lot of stuff around us? We only see what we see, but there's a lot that we can't see that was also created by God. There's a lot of things going on behind the scenes and powers that are driving darkness. It says right here, he created the things we can't see, such as thrones and kingdoms and rulers and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. I, I want to remind us that Jesus existed before everything else was there. Jesus has always been Jesus will always be. Jesus created everything. Everything was created for Jesus and for his glory. And it says in here, he is supreme over all creation. There shouldn't be in the minds of those who believe in Jesus Christ, there shouldn't be such a thing as white supremacy. 
There shouldn't be a thing such as black supremacy. There shouldn't be such a thing as American supremacy. There shouldn't be such a thing as even Christian supremacy. There's no such thing as denominational supremacy. There's no such thing as religious supremacy. There is no supremacy outside of the supremacy of Jesus Christ. Christ is supreme. Yeah, I'm going to say it again and get a little more excited because we should know this. Christ is supreme. Yes. Christ's supremacy is over all supremacy. And, and as we understand then that he created everything as the supreme being, I have no authority, I have no right, I am not better than anyone else, I am equal at the foot of the cross, I am equal through salvation in Jesus Christ. He created everything, and I bow at his feet. Christ's supreme. And one day every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. And he says, if you don't realize that it all was created for me, and you can't come to the place where you are willing to worship me, then the rest of my creation, even the rocks, will cry out that I am supreme. And I'm just telling you, church... If we could realize and recognize who Christ is and live in such a way that we are his ambassadors, then what happens in our own lives is that we begin to worship him, we begin to serve him, we begin to live in such a way that we reflect the image and the glory and the light of God into this world around us and the light of the church, the light of his people begins to reflect and be seen in a dark, dark world and the love of Christ becomes supreme because we as his children and his ambassadors reflect his glory. That's what we should should be doing, reflecting the image and the glory of our supreme creator. He existed before anything else. And listen, Holly sang that song, Peace. Peace be still. Know that it's there. Listen, this kind of peace that this brings. He, Christ, holds all creation together. How many need to be reminded of that? I mean, I I need reminded of that from time to time because you watch the news, you watch all the stuff going on around us, you wonder what's going on, and it's a good reminder to remember Christ holds all creation together. It's not falling apart. It may, from our perspective, our seen world, the things that we can see, the things that we know, the things that have been revealed to us, we may look at it and we may go, wow, it seems like it's falling apart, but I'm telling you, it's not falling apart. Christ is supreme, and the supreme God holds it all together. All creation is held together by Him. All of it. Everything happening today, God is in control. He is not lost control. I love this. Verse 18. Christ is also the head of the church, which is His body. Sometimes we let our bodies go, don't we? Side profile. (laughs) You're welcome, Kelly. She likes when I do that kind of stuff. Sometimes... We just kind of let some things go, right? Sometimes we overeat a little bit at our 4th of July celebrations. We eat a little too much pie, a little too many hamburgers and hot dogs, have too much ice cream. The church 
The body of Christ, I think sometimes we spiritually let ourselves go. Christ calls us His body, that we are to be a reflection of the, our, the head, Christ. And we are His body, therefore we have a responsibility and a duty to not let ourselves go. That when the world sees the church, they should see an image and a reflection of who Christ is. That our supreme leader, our supreme head, Jesus Christ, is, means so much to us that we are willing to do whatever we can do to reflect the glory of God and His image. Therefore, we love one another. We care for one another. We walk in grace in this world, in mercy, in truth, in life. We walk in forgiveness. We walk in holiness. And that becomes a reflection of the body of Christ. The church is the body of Christ. Therefore, we have a responsibility when we say we believe Christ is supreme over all to begin to walk in holiness so that we reflect the light and the love of Jesus Christ to the world around us. We're His body. He is the beginning, supreme over all who rise from the dead. He is first in everything. For God in all His fullness was pleased to live in Christ. And through Him, God reconciled everything to Himself. He created, what did God create? Everything, right? The answer is everything. What did God create? Yeah, good job. Now, what did God reconcile to himself? The answer is also everything. What did God reconcile to himself? What did God create? What did God reconcile to himself? Everything. Everything. God created everything, and then when we messed things up, when we came in with sin and unholiness and walked and pulled away from God, God, through Jesus Christ, created everything, and God, through Jesus Christ, then reconciled everything back to Himself. He made peace, peace, with everything in heaven and on earth, by means of Christ's blood on the cross. The blood of the supreme Jesus Christ had to be shed because it was perfect, it was holy, it was above all, it was over all, it was perfection. It was shed in order to bring peace and reconciliation with everything. It was powerful enough. The blood of Jesus Christ was powerful enough. You remember that old hymn, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Do you remember that? And then there's, then there's, there's another song that there's power in the blood. Do you remember? Power, power, wonder working power in the blood of the Lamb. You're not singing with me. That's okay feel a little lonely. I was a solo. But there's a song, and I love those songs about the blood of Christ, the blood of Jesus. And some people find that offensive, and they find that uh, revolting to talk about the blood of Jesus, but the blood of Jesus is the power of life for us in the church. It's the, it's the blood of Jesus that brings reconciliation. It's how we can stand before God justified. 
in right standing before Him. And you can stand before Him in right standing, but only through the blood of Jesus Christ. It says this in verse 21, this includes you who were once far away from God. You who thought that you've done too much to be forgiven, that you've messed up too much, this includes you. You were His enemy, separated from Him by your evil thoughts and your actions. Yet now, He has reconciled you to Himself through the death of Christ in His physical body. He's reconciled us in our sin, in everything else. He's reconciled us to Himself. And this has brought you into his own presence. And you are holy and blameless before him. Do you realize this? Just let that sink in for a moment. When you believe in Jesus Christ, when you believe in the blood of Jesus Christ, when you believe what he's done for you on the cross... When all of that comes in perspective and you believe the childlike faith, you accept what he's done for you. That means he has brought you into his own presence and you are now holy and blameless as you stand before him. Listen, without a single fault. Oh, what kind of peace that could bring in our hearts and in our lives if we recognize the power of the blood of Jesus Christ if we recognize the power of Christ's death on the cross that brings peace, that reconciled all all things, everywhere, everything, reconciled everything to Himself through the blood of Jesus Christ. But listen, it says, but you must, you must continue to believe this truth and stand firm in it. Don't drift away from the assurance you received when you heard the good news. The reality for us churches, sometimes we can get ourselves to the place where we've drifted away from the assurance of the truth. Where we forgot the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. And we instead begin to listen to a voice of condemnation from an enemy who's striving to deceive us and destroy us. And he says, you're not good enough. You've messed up too many times. Even though you believed in Jesus, you spoke poorly against that person. You said something dumb on Facebook. You commented something rude to your, to your wife or to your husband. You were too harsh with your children. You were too abused growing up to be worth, have worth or value. You are not good enough. You can't do it. You can't have it. You can't do it. And the reality is, yes, the the enemy is actually right. We, We don't have that kind of worth. We don't have that kind of value. We aren't good enough on our own. But Jesus Christ, the Supreme, came, died on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins, shed His blood so that we would be reconciled to God. And now when we believe in that and we can hold fast to that truth that Jesus is who He says He is, that He was created before all things, He is above all things, He was before all time, that He's always existed and that God loved us so much that He sent that Son into earth so that He could die for the things that He created, that 
strayed away from him so that he could have relationship, put us back in right standing with him. He then calls us through that belief to stand before him faultless, blameless, and holy before God. And we can stand assured that our God loves us, he's forgiven us, and through his mercy we will see him and celebrate him one day in glory. Our true home. Our true home. So today as we focus on the cross, as we focus on the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, as we focus on the body and the blood, that body broken, the blood that was spilled, help us remember to stand firm, to believe what He has done, and to hold fast to the truth and then to go as ambassadors from this place this morning, from your homes if you're watching at home, from wherever you are that you then move as ambassadors of Jesus Christ, as lights into darkness, and allow Him to work and move through you to be His body in this world. Music.